All right, everybody, welcome back to another sustainable shit talking episode. I, <laughs> I decided that's going to be the name. So from now on, basically everything is going to start with sustainable, sustainable shredding, sustainable bulking, sustainable shit talking. So this is going to be the episode. Um, I'm, I stole this idea from Vigorous Steve. It was on Dave McCone's podcast and um, he's kind of a, in the pharmacology enhanced realm. Checked out his channel and he everything is vigorous something mm -hmm. so like uh how to how to whatever manage your health subtitle of the video vigorous health how to build more muscle vigorous muscle building so like now it's gonna be sustainable shit talking yeah. so um, sustainable sustenance yeah yeah or sustainable substantialism just kidding <laughs> and then eventually I'm actually going to talk about sustainability and sustainable sustainability. That's going to be the real inception. Or sustainable substance abuse. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think we exhausted this joke fairly well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. so before we get into Omaris of Territory, uh, yeah. know, last time I mentioned that since you brought up that topic without consult consulting me, telling me about it beforehand, um, I have a question for you. So why is it that uh, that uh, every washed-up fitness trainer either becomes a coach to other trainers? So basically, if you're not good enough to actually produce results with clients, hey, you can always get into the business of coaching other cli uh, other trainers on them how to then coach other trainers on how to coach trainers. Or the recent trend I noticed, which is if you're not good enough to train people, then you can always become a dating expert. So I don't know what's going on with that, but pretty much like there's this guy who was caught. Basically, he pl plagiarized like Joe Meadows' programs and uh, and he did some other shit. It's like basically I think he scammed people and stuff. And now I think he also moved to Romania. So, hey, maybe he will visit me one day or something. He will lynch me or stab me or something but anyway so so that suddenly now he's a dating expert so i have a friend who keeps telling me that uh, sending me the, uh, his stories and it's basically you know about women and how you gotta be an alpha and this and that and it's like it's so amusing to me it's like <clears throat> so is that the new uh career orientation so if i don't make it into you know if i don't become the prolific uh coach i want to be then one day i will just you know turn into a dating expert uh, that's a that's a fantastic question and um first of all i'm just gonna say don't please let's not hate on these people too much because one day i might well make that shift myself <laughs> <laughs> um because the explanation is fairly simple there is a lot more money in that market so the thing is you know people have different desires to learn a language to learn how to cook to learn how to play the guitar to get a six-pack but above all of that is the desire to make more money. And you can justify high prices a lot more when your promise is that you will teach someone how to make more money, right? You might, so if I told you, hey, Andre, um, you're not completely satisfied with your chest. I have this really cool method that, trust me, I used with people who were had similar problems as what you have. And look at their chest now, like it looks like an armor plate. Um, how much money would you be paying for that? You know, like you might, you might, it's, it's something that's kind of a pain point for you and something that's important to you. So you might reach into your pocket. So what you might pay me $500 for that, let's say like may, maybe that would be something you would be willing to pay. 
but you would not pay me $5,000 most likely. Now, if I told you that, hey, Andre, I have this method and I can promise you that in two months, if you apply this, you can make $200,000 a month. And look, the program is $10,000 for a two month long period. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy, but man, if I can really promise you that you can make 200,000 per month, you might consider doing that. So, I mean, it's that simple. In different markets, there is like bigger and bigger price points. I mean, in the business market, there is a lot more money than in the fitness market. In the fitness market, there is a there is generally more money than in the language learning market. It's just kind of how it goes. So, uh, I think the explanation is that simple. And and unfortunately, so your plan I think would only, I mean, plan jokingly set plan would only partially be viable. Because I think you cannot fully skip the stage of you making it as a fitness uh, business first. So I think if you just like, well, you know, here is my portfolio. Well, I don't really have one because, uh, you know, I, I didn't really make it as a coach. But I'm going to be a coach for other coaches. Oh, man, you better be the best freaking marketer in the world if you want to pull that off. But I've, I've seen a lot of people making that shift, and um, that, that's why, honestly. Yeah, the first part was a joke, mostly. The, I'm most more interested in the whole dating thing. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's so To me, it's pathetic. But like we discussed last time, maybe it's because I have been gifted some traits which seem to be fairly, you know, advantageous with women. Height is one. Uh, so, for example, I only recently, like recently, meaning like in the last two years, maybe I noticed how big of an issue is height for for others and i mean that's just obvious it's, it's the same with everything else if something doesn't influence you directly don't even notice it like we don't notice when things are in order like that's the bad thing for example if you're great at your job the your boss often doesn't notice you it's like why would i notice that person who does everything well i, I notice the idiot who doesn't do anything <laughs> and it's the same thing with height i mean i was always fairly tall so I always cared about my weight or my, you know, belly fat because that was an issue. I didn't care about height because, hey, I was always tall. And when I started having conversation with guys who are like 170, 172, and not only that, I mean, I knew that there are shorter people, but the, the, what's the word? This, this, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not, not, not necessarily perceived limitation, but they have this, uh, uh, I don't know. There's a there's a word that's escaping me right now, but it's gonna come to me eventually. So they have this this issue with with themselves, and they make it out honestly bigger deal than it should be. I mean, it's yeah, like there are silly women who want tall guys, silly in the sense that they want like a guy who's like I don't know thirty centimeters taller than them, which is just ridiculous. Because I had a couple of experiences, and it's not good. <laughs> in, in either way it's like it doesn't really work out so anyway that's a side tangent because uh yeah it's, it's something that um hit me that uh um and it's the same it's same with it's i mean it's just like with, with fitness it's like here's a quick fix on how to you know uh attract women or here's you know 14 day transformation that's gonna make you whatever it's like no one is selling Here's how to, I mean, aside from Jordan Peterson, <laughs> here's how to get your life in order without actually focusing on women and attract women as a side effect of you actually being a valuable person and, you know, an attracting mate due to your own 
qualities. No, it's like, here's how to lie, twist and bend your words and how to manipulate women into sleeping with you. <laughs> That's pretty much the the default uh, spiel of every pickup artist that you, yeah. that you or dating expert you see online. Yeah, actually, uh, just on our last uh, podcast, there was a comment. Uh, maybe I can actually pull it up now real quick. Um, let me open it now. Let's see. So on accepting you're not good enough, I guess I should accept that I'm at five foot nine, which is 175 centimeters. So like that's not it's not not short per se. 175. Like, uh, 175. Yeah, that's um, decent. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's totally decent. It's not it's not tall, but it's also not short. Like if no. someone is one seventy five, people would not be referring you to as Jimmy. Who is Jimmy? You know that short guy. Like that yeah. wouldn't happen. Um, I'm just not good enough for ninety percent of women, which includes a lot of women much shorter than five foot nine. Most women are interested in only the fourteen percent body fat men. Or no, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> that that that's just my my default. So. <laughs> Women are only interested in only the 14% of men who are over six feet. Oh, fuck, then I'm not over six. Well, I guess technically I am over six feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess at least 86% of men should also just accept that the vast majority of women are out of their league. And I responded to him and said, I would say success, success matters much more than height. Silly question, but do you think that five foot nine Johnny Depp is out of most women's league? <laughs> and I and I really mean that. I mean that's that's kind of a lucky thing that men have on their side is that they can make up for physical limitations with like inner qualities or existential qualities much more so than women. And and, and this is and, and by the way, that's um I think that's great from, from both ends. I think it's great that men have that opportunity. And I think it's also great that women are that way because uh, you know, I you you sort of touched on this in the last episode, but guys are shitting on women for like, oh my gosh, she's a gold digger. She's she's looking for guys with money. But man, I think that's actually a lot better than us guys only looking for women with a nice ass or with big boobs or whatever. Like that's a lot more shallow in a way. Like at least the guy who has money is likely having that money because of other qualities that he has. You know, he worked for it, displays more willpower than most men, more conscientiousness, this and that. So at least the women is attracted indirectly to these inner traits. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that's kind of a, a nice side benefit. And I have something to say about the pickup artist industry, but do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's a silly way to approach things, um, especially since you can't really change it. <laughs> and as far as um, what you said, yeah, I mean, um, so like I said last time, women try to pick from the top of the hierarchy and, you know, height is one and, you know, other things are also important. So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just being tall is not going to make up for your other defects. So uh, at the same time, being short isn't, uh, uh, you know, that sentence so I had some other thoughts, but I I somehow lost them. Um, so go on, yeah. and you probably come up to me. Yeah, I mean, and just one thing to keep in mind. So again, this comes back to I'm so glad that I'm almost thirty, and I just I I just realized that I'm a lot more calm. When I was younger, I was always looking at the things that I was deficient in, 
And I looked at other people who had more success in the areas I wanted to be successful in and I wasn't. And if they had some of those traits that I felt like I was lacking, I was always trying to blame their success or my lack of success on that. And I use that as, as like confirmation. So like, don't get me wrong, like I'm, you know, six hair over six foot technically. So I'm 183 and a half <laughs> centimeters. So, um, but I would love to be 188. So six foot two or six foot three, like I would love that. Uh, maybe less so now because I'm into like uh, lifting and everything and squatting and leg pressing would be even more difficult. But uh, I would love to be taller. I would love to have a better head of hair. I would love to have a lot of things. And when I was younger, I already had these thoughts, but then when I saw a guy who was more successful with women or socially or anything, I was like, you see, that guy is five centimeters taller than me. That's why. And of course, I ignored all the guys who were like three inches shorter than me who were also more successful, but that that's just how I was looking at the world. And um, I, I think it's important to get out of this mindset. I'm, I'm so glad <laughs> that I'm not in that mindset anymore, but... Um, yeah, just, just a word on the whole pickup artist industry. Honestly, I was sort of following that for a while. Um, like not So I was following some figures on YouTube that were big who are into the whole like dating market. And um, honestly, I stopped because I got so disillusioned by the whole thing. Because I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's probably a defect of mine or something, but I was always looking, I'm kind of like Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. I was always looking for like serious relationships, which doesn't like I had lots of relationships, which were not, it didn't end up being serious. And you could classify them as like, you know, flings or even one night stands or whatever. But for the most part, I was like, yeah, like when I sat down for a date with someone, I was like, yeah, like, I hope, I really hope that this turns into something serious. Like, I hope this is my future wife. I know it's unlikely, but that was my hope. And then sometimes I would get into a relationship and I would watch videos on this. And I, I got so disappointed that all of these videos ended up being like, so look, man, if you, if you want girls to sleep with you, or you have to do this and that to get that girl to sleep with you. And I'm like, Man, like that's your end game, seriously? Like this is what it's all about. <laughs> and like I I might sound like a grandpa now, but to me like that's and and maybe this is again my own perspective and for others it's a much bigger issue, but I really developed the mindset pretty early on that if you have like freaking two brain cells and you look don't look like freaking Quasimodo, like you will figure that shit out. Like yeah, you can get a one night stand. It's not freaking rocket science. But to actually hold on to like a quality girl who is you know, up or higher than you in terms of levels of intelligence, whatever, a lot of these values, to hold on to that person and to make a relationship work, man, like that that's a far bigger challenge than hitting a home run in a club. So I, I got really disillusioned, not to mention all these like pickup videos where they are having these conversations with these girls and man, these conversations just seem so fake, like the tonality, yeah. like the yeah. topics they are talking about is so cringeworthy to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, sometimes I'm being asked, you know, um, my youngsters, quote unquote, <laughs> as if I'm old, but you know, 19, 20 years old, whatever, like, what's my, my game or how do I pick up women? And I'm like, I don't have a game. I just, you know, go and talk to them and, you know, try to be as authentic as I can be. And some are attracted to that, some are not. And... The ones who are not are, you know, <laughs> are welcome to not be, and it is what it is. Uh, 
but yeah i was the same way i uh like i never i don't think i ever went into like i don't like the idea of one night stands i don't know it's um okay this might be weird because i'm sure that if i met someone who's like you know i have a couple of these quote-unquote crushes you know insta girls who i see on like jesus fucking christ like yeah if one of those that like, came up to me like you would like to you know have some <clears throat> late night cardio i'd be like hell yeah <laughs> but you know aside from that like with our you know our person i met i never just went to like oh this is uh, we're gonna have sex and then we're never gonna meet again it always was like well you know see where this goes and yeah i usually didn't go too long but it went for a couple of months but like you said it's i never went into the idea i'm not one of those guys who are like well you know i'm gonna bang you tomorrow then i have another one for saturday and so on and so forth it's not my style and i don't know why. uh i still like to feel that sense of um i don't know if closeness is the word but sex is definitely better if um if there is a bit more than just you know physical attraction don't get me wrong physical attraction attraction is important but uh but it's not it's unnecessary but not sufficient uh, requirement basically it's how i would word it so for example again i think i mentioned this last time as well or maybe in that episode you ended up deleting so might as well rehash it or re-mention it like smoking for example i like I'm not, I'm, whatever, I don't care. Like, I lost my, my mojo a couple of times. Uh, like, basically, we were having sex, and, and it's just, you know, gone. And, you know, I I always, I usually talk about it, and I don't, you know, <laughs> the most awkward thing you can do, because a friend of mine, it happened to him as well, and I was like, dude, that was so ashamed. And I was like, okay, so what did you say? It was like, nothing. <laughs> I was like, that's the worst thing you can do. But anyway, so I was thinking that, you know, what could have been the reasons and one commonality i found two girls who this has happened both were smokers and i'm not sure if that is the the reason why but i know that it it's a reason because i guess so turned off by the smell of smoke so uh, i was talking with with uh, i wouldn't call him a friend because he pissed me off a couple of days ago and he's just a jerk acquaintance is a better word from the gym and i mentioned this to him that i don't like women who smoke and like oh why well, you're so arrogant and i'm like what and he was like well you don't have faults like yeah it's a you know a defect or whatever but everyone has their own and I'm like, dude, I'm not judging them as a person. It's I don't like the smell. I don't want to be with someone who smokes. And that's it. They are free to smoke as much as they want, as long as it's not with me, you know. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous that somehow you're a bad guy because uh, it's silly. Because I also mentioned I'm pretty selective as well. So, And again, this might be one of those things where you say, well, you, you can afford to be selective. But whatever to me that's each to their standards it's like i don't know women have this idea that guys will sleep with any woman whatsoever and it's only women who are actually selective when it comes to mating partners and that's that's not the case i mean yeah if you <laughs> if you can barely get any woman then yeah you can't really afford to be and that's by the way that's another i will let you speak but that's another thing that pisses me off when um 
So I'm talking with a guy who are quote unquote picky, but they are just idiots. Because you know the type of guy who will find a defect in any woman. You show them, you show them someone. Oh well, her nose is too big, or oh well, her boobs are starting to sag, or oh she's too short, or she's too fat, or she's too muscular, or she's too this and too that. And I'm like, okay, then you can continue to masturbate in the night. Uh, every night looking at uh, Pornhub or whatever you'd like to do instead of having, you know, an actual uh, relationship with a woman. But hey, sure, you go ahead and pretend that you're too good for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, man, I, I could do an entire episode just talking about the awkward moments when uh, I lost my mojo in <laughs> in sexual situations. Again, like it's... Um, I, I remember the first time it happened when I was 18 years old. Uh Man, like you, it was like a, in a classic m- movie scene. I was just like <laughs> American sit- Pie. <laughs> well, and, and not that kind of movie. It was one of those like dramatic scenes where the guy sitting on the bedside, you know, chewing Correct. on his yeah, nail- yeah. nails, like, oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. It never happened before. I don't know what happened. And the girl is just sitting there in silence and do- doesn't know what to say. It was. Uh, uh, it, it, I'm still it's getting worse chills. When, it's worse when she starts crying. <laughs> Oh, honestly, it would have been good because then I would have known that she's like blaming herself or something and doesn't <laughs> doesn't think that I'm a cripple, you know? Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, the, these things happen. But again, it, it comes back to the whole libido thing. So I, I mean, I know some guys with whom like it could never actually happen unless they actually have a physical problem that day yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Because like they could, um, like I met some guys in like whatever went out together or something and I I was just like sitting there chilling and whatever and they were like just constantly talking about like oh man man when could we find some girls like I heard that in these places there are girls and I was like man like sure like I'm I'm you know because I was not 20 anymore I was maybe like 26 or 27 or something I was like yeah yeah sure I understand that you're and also I was in a relationship at that point but I was thinking about men if if I if I was single, sure I would be interested in meeting girls, but it wouldn't be like the center of my life that I if if tonight I don't meet some girls, then I'm gonna yeah. die. But they were like, no, no, like like I have to. So I had the feeling that man, if these guys walked past like a a pole on the street with a female pop poster on it, they would like hump it on the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. So that's how people uh, exp- tell or relate or you know that's how people. Uh, say that that's what it feels like to be on trembolone for example they say that you're constantly horny and you know basically your libido is through the roof and this and that of course trend is horrible so don't take it but yeah i'm actually genuinely enthusiast about the prospect of going on trt and experiencing that for the first time because i've had brief moments but it's been usually very short-lived and it's usually been uh, for a specific woman so if I had someone you know who I was really really attracted to and I was really enthusiastic about you know having sex with her for the first time or something or if it was someone who was the the experience was really really present and I really liked then yeah I was other than that yeah I'm the same way I'm like eh, whatever like it's not like I I wake up in the night and oh my goodness I haven't had sex in 3.4 days and oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna have to you know find some sooner it's like it's like you know a drug addict who who is missing his his drug um and yeah some people are 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 like that and 
I would say yeah. I would say either I would say one good for them and two make sure you find a partner who is actually on the same wavelength because that's something again that people don't really consider they consider a lot of things oh well you have to be compatible with your partner but it's like even on the sexual sphere it's like it's the same way i mean you know the, the big five personality traits and you know if for example you are much more orderly than your partner or they are and you know you like to leave your things all around the apartment and they don't then that's going to end up in fights really, really fast. And it's the same with sex. It's like, if you want to have sex like four times a month and this girl wants to have four times a day or the other way around, uh, it's not good. And I've had both. I actually had, uh, you know, partners who were like, ah, well, whatever. If you have, if we have sex once a week, it's fine. But if you don't, then it's fine <laughs> as well. And I also had, you know, someone who's been like, basically, she could have had it, you know, four times a day if i if i wanted to so yeah yeah um if, if i have one of those periods because i i would say i'm very average on that front so i like you i had periods but like very like i almost have random days every once in a while where yeah. i feel like man what the hell is happening to me like literally i cannot think about anything else. i can barely fall asleep at night yeah i'm dreaming about it you know so it, it just consumes my everything and then I have periods when I'm like, I literally, it just doesn't even cross my mind. Um, so it, it just kind of hit and miss. And I don't, honestly, I don't know what that comes down to. But, um, and and my girlfriend is very accommodating to both of my states. Which I feel very blessed about it. I had one girlfriend, um, like in my early 20s, who was like very demanding. And and it was, it was, it was rough, not... So not not just because so basically I couldn't keep up with her, and <laughs> and but the, but the problem was that um, she took it like very personally when I was not yeah. into it, yeah. and I like I like I had times when I almost feel like I was maybe like abused is a strong word I I don't <laughs> want to make it into a bigger deal than what it is but like I was like really emotionally pressured into the thing you know yeah. and it, it was it was like a struggle and yeah. uh we were not living together so i was like always almost looking forward to her leaving so that i could like relax and don't have to deal with this so like th that was not cool so yeah. yeah it's definitely a factor but but to to get back on the whole pickup artist thing for a second like i almost feel like to give like a fitness analogy a lot of these pickup artist um programs and and their message is basically like the fed diet like yeah, get, sure. get 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 super lean in 30 days or lose this and that much weight in 30 days equivalent of 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 the dating market so yeah i said this earlier as well <laughs> yeah 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 it's it or did you say it now during the podcast yeah, just, uh, yeah, over? yeah i said that it's basically oh, like sorry. a quick fix <laughs> it's the equivalent of yeah 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 sorry didn't mean to to steal your your no, line it's okay, but, it's okay. But, i'm glad we agree <laughs> yeah cuz cuz like, you know, what does it take to lose whatever 30 pounds in 30 days or 60 days or whatever? Yeah, I mean, you can do it with like a water fest or a juice fest or something like that. But what does it take to maintain your weight loss? Like that requires you to change, like yeah. to change your lifestyle, change the way you look at the world, you interact with people socially, dealing with social pressure, all of those things, change, change of identity. And similarly, what does it take to hit a home run from a club? Yeah, man, I mean, you can, if you're a guy, you can walk in there, buy a whole bunch of like fake Armani stuff or fake branded stuff. Uh, I don't know, 
rent out a car and pretend that you're like a, some billionaire, whatever. And maybe you will find some shallow chick and you can pick her up. But what does it take to hold on to someone? Uh, it, it's not going to happen unless you change as a person and you become someone that's worth it to stay with. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of parallels here. And like with any industry, I'm sure it's the same in like the business um Business, I mean, just uh, look at the crypto shit recently. Everyone suddenly has to become, uh, uh, what's the what's the word, a, a crypto investor. Everyone is a, a stock market expert, and, and it's the same thing. I mean, people now that they notice that hey, crypto has been you know on the upwards trajectory. It's too late. That, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate that you're pretty much five years late to the game. But uh, yeah, everyone wants to make a quick, uh, quick uh, home run, a quick buck, whatever. And usually, um, especially in the in the investment thing, by the time you know mere mortals hear about it, it's usually three to five years too late. So, yeah, it's um, I I had the same thing with so I don't know I, I attended some like conferences and stuff where it was mainly about fitness, but then maybe there was one guy who was also talking about like business and making money in this and that way. And what I mean, I was at the conference, so I set it through or came across something online. And I always had it in the back of my mind, like, okay, like everything he says sounds good. But am I dealing with like, uh, the, you know, business equivalent of lose 30 pounds in 30 days? Or is this legit? Like, I, I don't know, because I'm not deep enough into that whole thing. But for all I know, it, it could be it could be like one of those fed bullshits. So it's um yeah, yeah man he's definitely yeah, tough and uh again just i don't want to toot his horn but like jordan peterson's advice is actually better than any pickup artist you will find if you actually want to uh you know become a better more attractive man than be instead of being you know a pickup artist which i fucking hate that that uh, term and so again if your goal is to you know, manipulate women into sleeping with you, then go ahead. If your goal is to actually find a partner or, you know, someone to, you know, have a life with or even, a you know, a nice long-term relationship or whatever. But, and even if you just want casual sex, okay, then you can do that and not have to, you know, pretend you're someone who you're not or, you know, lie to them or, you know, create this fake persona or this and that it's like i mean like i said people try to project what you said about this former girlfriend of yours and her being offended or taken personally people feel like or they have this notion that everything someone else does is because of them and i'm sure that sometimes that's the case like if you're an idiot and the other person is upset yeah it could be because you are an idiot but often than not, more often than not, it's perhaps it's something that happened to them earlier and it has nothing to do with you. Or if, like you said, if uh, if your boyfriend doesn't want to have sex with you seven days a week, maybe because that's just how he's wired, quote unquote, or, you know, or he's just going through a more stressful period and sex isn't on his priority list or whatever. I mean, and the obvious answer that most people neglect is communication you know actually bringing up the topic not hiding it under the under the rug actually you know bringing it up and having <laughs> two adults sitting down for for a conversation about it and if it's really something that bothers you or annoys you that try to get it out as soon as possible because otherwise it will just you know 
uh, grow and become a dragon and uh, and will eat up all of your, your existence. So that's not good. So um, <laughs> yeah, again, uh, this is again. If I I will have to I will leave this in the uh, recommended uh, resource notes. But Jordan has this clip called uh, "Slaying the Dragons Within." And there is, uh, it's fantastic. I really, really highly recommend it. And there is one segment where, where um, he read. Basically, he reads a children's story and he explains it. And at one point, this, this child says, "So, why did the dragon have to grow so big?" And the the mother, I think, responds, "Maybe he just wanted to be noticed, get noticed." It's like, yeah, that's that's the issue. That's exactly the 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 deal with problems. If if you don't notice them on time, they just become bigger and bigger and bigger, and they become a dragon. And you know, dragons are better to easier to slay when they are smaller. So yeah, any issues you have, it's better to you know. Or actually, it's not better. It's the solution is to talk about it. Yeah. So since we already talked 36 minutes about uh, girls and dating and sex and whatever, um, would you be up to having uh, the conversation online, which we had in private about um, me dating my girlfriend who is not into working out and uh, what the significance of that is to us and stuff like that? Because... I think that would be interesting uh, for the listeners as well to hear yeah, our different sure, takes sure. on that. Yeah, so uh, ju- just to give um, some background for everybody. If you don't so, mind, I mean, it's your girlfriend, not mine. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so we, we had this conversation with Andre and we had a little bit of a uh, an argument over this. I mean, granted, when he said this to me, I was already like pre-wound wound up about it because uh, someone said something very similar to me and I... I, d- I didn't take it well at the time because I felt that it was kind of insensitive, but whatever, I, I got over it. And But it also forced me to think about this more and uh, to really um, put my, put my um, values and the way I'm viewing this whole situation to the test and, and really question myself, like, why do I think about it the way I do? But basically, the gist of it was, so my girlfriend is not into fitness, basically, not the least bit. Like, basically, she's the average person who, you know, doesn't want to let her go too much, so she won't let herself get, like, too fat, whatever, has some semblance of responsibility when it comes to eating, but she is not exercising, she's not working out, whatever, and um, and to me, that's that's not, uh, to me, that's not a deal breaker. In fact, to me, it was, it's not even a consideration, and Andras, you said that for you, this would be this would be like a, a no go. So like that would be an exclusion criteria, basically. So yeah, like outline your stance, and then I will get into my stance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, so uh, by the way, but towards the end of the discussion, we sort of came to the same conclusion. It was from different points of view. So for me. Uh, if I am to be with someone in a long-term relationship, I would want them to be uh, interested in the same lifestyle I live. Now, I don't want, I wouldn't want them to be, I wouldn't you know, require them to be to the same extent. I don't think that's reasonable and don't think that's necessary. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I wouldn't want them to you know, disregard it completely. Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't say it's an exclusive exclusive. It's a criteria of exclusion. Um, 
with the caveat that they would have to be interested in actually, you know, giving it a shot, basically. So if you're, you don't have to already be lifting or whatever, just to, you know, if to be for me to be interested in you, but I would like for you to, you know, the, uh, the notion of actually going to the gym to be attractive or to be interested in trying it out because for me it goes way beyond just the attractiveness and of like i said the attractiveness part is very important and i think uh, i think people again go to the extremes with that either they disregard it completely it's like well it's only on the inside is what matters which is, i think is silly or they say you know you have to be really, really hot otherwise. And nah, I think you have to be attracted to the person you're with. And you have to be attracted to it. Not your friends, not your mother, not your your parents, no one. And you have to be the one. Um, so yeah, um, I actually... It's whatever. Since I'm into lifting, I like women who are muscular to you know, within natural realms. Don't don't think about, you know, enhanced women. I'm not attracted to that. But, you know, I like a girl who has some muscle definition and that sort of a stuff. And to the and beyond that, beyond the physical attractiveness, um, for me, if that person is also attra- or, you know, interested in the uh, health and fitness aspect then she will also be one more um, open or more understanding towards my own lifestyle preferences so for example uh, i don't like to go out in clubs i don't like to party i don't like to drink too much you know i drink some red wine here uh, here and then but i don't smoke like i said earlier so i feel like you know if someone is uh, like is not understanding towards that then that's the no-go and then further on um it's also good insurance, basically, for long term. Because, like I said last time, or two episodes ago, whenever it was, like your current habits determine your tra- trajectory much more than your current situation. So, <laughs> just funny because uh, actually uh, yesterday I saw a photo of uh, one of my old uh, college uh, classmates or whoever she was, and I remember having a conversation with her in first year. So basically in 2013 eight years ago or seven years ago something like that and she was bragging of oh but why do i have to go to look how good i look right now and i was like yeah for now but uh, if you don't do anything believe me in eight to ten years you won't look like that and i saw a picture of her and unfortunately i was right i mean she's not overweight she's starting to be a bit chubby but you can always already and she's 26 you can already see the signs of you know Basically, someone who doesn't train, doesn't do any any physical activity whatsoever. It's like, if you, you know, if you continue on the same road for another five years, you will start to lose muscle mass. And again, this goes way beyond just physical attractiveness. This goes then into, you know, uh, health and longevity and potentially, you know, sarcopenia down the line and that sort of stuff. So, so that's basically my key uh, ideas. Like, one, I would want someone who one uh, shares my lifestyle understands it partakes in it to some extent and also someone who doesn't i wouldn't say interfere with it but simply i don't want my girlfriend to be another obstacle uh, quote-unquote so for example i wouldn't or couldn't live with someone who like in theory sure you can say that oh well you know my girlfriend can eat her junk food and i can eat my healthy foods and no big deal but you know in practice it is a big deal because Either I'm going to get pissed off that why do you have this tempting food in my house when I'm trying to diet, for example, which I understand is my diet, is not hers. 
but still at the same time is making my life harder than it needs to be. And two, she will get fed up with the fact that, oh, well, uh, you don't... It's not like I'm this fucking, you know, clean-eating monk or whatever, because far from it. But still, you know, I don't like to have junk food constantly around me, and I don't like to eat junk food constantly. I mean, I do like to eat it, but <laughs> it's not beneficial to my goals, so I try to limit it as much as possible. So in that sense, you know... I would I would get the sense that uh, my girlfriend would fed up would be fed up with me that why don't you have some chips with me while we're watching the movies or why do you always have to eat your protein stuff why do you have to eat your fruits and this and that so those are the barriers I um, I feel like I would encounter again aside from the fact that you know I I just like you know someone I like girls with a big of a, a booty. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so there's a lot of aspects to this. Uh, I will reflect on the um, what you said about kind of future considerations uh, a bit at the end because that's that's a, a separate consideration which I think that is definitely a valid one. But um, I think my stance on this really comes from my life experience with regarding this whole dating, being in relationships thing, and just the perspective that I developed. So I got into fitness. From, from the first moment, I was always kind of lonely with this whole endeavor. So I never really had friends that were into lifting. Like, you know, Andras, you, Dave, like you're some of my like first people that I would con- consider to be like friends that we like talk regularly and whatever, like on a, on a daily basis pretty much and are into lifting. And all of that happened online. Yeah. In person, like my best friends family members, girls that I dated, like none of them were into fitness. Like some of them were a bit more health conscious than others, but none of them went to the gym regularly, for example. Like the most sporty people that I knew were those that played soccer sometimes with their group of friends sometimes. So so like that's how it starts for me. So from like in college, when I was doing internships abroad, the fact that I was alone with this and that I had to work around others and basically the best that I could accept from or expect from people was that they accepted me with what I was doing was was always my default assumption. So like th- th- this is where I come from basically. So when I meet someone, whether it's a friend or a girl that I want to date, th- my obvious assumption is that, yeah, she, he or she is not into fitness. So if we're going to be friends, they will have to tolerate me and I will have to work around them. So that, that's where I come from. So, um, And on top of that, I had a lot of experiences over the years where I was almost bullied with this whole thing. So I was dealing with a lot of social pressure, people that were not accepting, who were making fun of me for eating the way I was eating. I had my Tupperware container, they came over and were examining my foods. Uh, I pretty much got into some habits of like hiding my food and like at cer- I'm pretty sure at certain times I like locked myself into toilets to eat my food in peace, wow. which is re- which is really messed up. But I would, but I completely understand why I did it, and probably I would do it again because I was feeling so uncomfortable with the constant like mocking and like almost bullying. So with that perspective, now the only the only ex- expectation I have of people regarding this whole thing is to leave me in peace. <laughs> so don't don't make me feel like an alien. Don't make me feel ridiculous for doing the things that I'm doing. Just let me be. 
And what you're putting in your own mouth and what you're doing in your free time with exercising is your own damn business. Now, so that's one thing. The other aspect is the dating itself. And like I said, I was always looking for like girls that I could date for extent, well, not for extended periods. I was always looking for the one. You could kind of frame it that way. And I've had tons of encounters with girls where they were really attractive, whatever, sex was good, but we were just not matching as a personality. We could just not have good conversations. Or maybe we could have good conversations, but when I was making some of those snarky jokes that I like to make, they could just not handle it. They got offended by it and they started <laughs> yelling and whatever. So, okay, this, this relationship is not going to last. A lot of heartbreaks because of things like this. So, the things that I got to value over time more than anything beyond physical attraction. So obviously that has to be there. Otherwise it won't work. Like you won't get your foot in the door unless you're attracted to the person. But beyond that, when I found that, oh, wow, like we can actually have good conversations. Like this girl actually likes my humor and she responds to it with her own humor, which I also like. Oh my God, this is amazing. And then... You know, a lot of things that you only discover over time. So when I got together with my girlfriend, who is my girlfriend today, hopefully future wife, I I thought that she would be like a very extroverted person because she's very social, this and that. So I had that fear in the back of my mind that, well, I'm much more introverted than that. Like, I don't want to go out socializing every other day. I don't want to yeah. go to a bar every other day, maybe not even every week. And when I found that she was okay with that, it was like, oh my God, even this is working? That's amazing. Mm. So, and she really let me be in peace with what I was doing. So never, she was never giving me a hard time. And and even over time, you know, she would come over for lunch or, well, she would come over to my place and it's like, hey, do you want to have lunch? I was like, could we prepare something like healthy? You know, I'm on a diet. So like, could we make some, I don't know, salad and I don't know, maybe some salmon? It's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And she made, made this amazing dish, which was like healthy and fit my diet. And we could have a great lunch together. So like all of these things, which were kind of qualifying as like, this is going to work long term with my fitness endeavors. And I didn't examine it like intentionally or like very attentively. It's just like kind of all happened. So at this point, I, of course, all else being equal, if all of this was in place, plus she came and worked out to me with me and um, we could go to the gym together and we didn't have to make some arrangements when we do something on the weekends and it was, and it, and it would be like, okay, whatever, we will meet this and that time, and um, but first we will hit a workout together, and then we will go to this restaurant. It would be a lot more pleasant, but I almost consider that to be like a bonus at this point, and also logistically, since I really don't know many people, like all the people that I know who are into working out are either online or people from the actual gym. So I feel like, and maybe this is a cultural thing, so maybe in the US or where you're living, maybe even in Hungary, I don't know, it's different, but I feel like if I actually wanted to find someone who is into working out, I would literally have to date in the gym, <laughs> which is like a pretty small sample. So I would really have to hope that the person that I find there is also co compatible with me intellectually, sense of humor, and on all of those other realms. So basically, that's my perspective. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, so I have three main, main points. Uh, one, obviously, your point of view and perspective is shaped by your own, shaped by your own experience, as everyone else's is. Uh, so I feel like, one, like you said, that hugely related is cultural. So probably in Macedonia, that's not a big... Uh, 
you know, the gym culture isn't that big just yet. Uh, one, or, or aside from that or secondary to that, I think it's probably an age thing as well because I'm sure that even I, I honestly would be, I, right now I wish I would, I would be, I was born like five years later because for many reasons, but uh, one of the reasons is because, you know, these days, like honestly, like in the 18, like in, I was the same way, like in high school, I knew exactly three girls who were going to the gym in all of fucking high school. That's a lot of children. Like two of them were <laughs> in the class next to us and we were, they were going to the, to the, to the same gym I was. And there was another uh, bigger, uh, you know, bigger older uh, girl who was, you know, in the 12th grade. We were in, ni in ninth, I think. Yeah. So she was the third one. And yeah, basically it was non-existent. I mean, I knew a couple of guys who went to the gym. That was it. I was, like we said, I was a, a huge, it's very, very, um, I was a very, very big uh, exception or minority. I was in a very small minority of people who were going to the gym back then. But these days, it's much more common. So I would honestly, I feel like most. I mean, that's that's the second point I wanted to bring up. I work in the gym, so I see a lot of people. Uh, you know, well, a lot is relative, but you know, fairly uh, decent size of people, number of people, and honestly, there is a lot of super young, like. 14, 15, 16 year old boys and girls who are coming to the gym. So it's definitely, it's becoming a trend over here, uh, you know, because everyone is now starting to buy Gymshark and this and that. So I see more and more of these small businesses popping up, selling uh, gym apparel mostly to women, you know, tights and stuff. So yeah, I definitely think it's a bigger uh, trend over here and uh, yeah the second point I wanted to bring up was the the uh, local air uh, thing so that's and the fact that I work in a gym so uh, yeah I mostly met uh, women there or meet women there but uh, even if I meet them it's either three mutual friends and they know where I work or if I meet them on Tinder I will often propose them to you know come over for a workout <laughs> it's basically two and one one I don't have to go out and to you know I actually get to you know bring them to the gym um and I definitely haven't been this way like I get your struggle in in college I wasn't that way either but in 2016 when I met my girlfriend who I was three years with I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, <laughs> I was basically she wasn't really working out either, and I basically mentioned to her that listen, uh, what I said earlier, it's you know this is an important thing to me, and if you want to partake in it, that's fine. If not, that's also fine. But then you know we're gonna have to find someone else for each other, and she decided to. But now I've seen photos of her, and she's fat again. So. Three years of me, you know, mentoring her apparently wasn't enough. So maybe there's a lesson in that if someone isn't attracted, you know, but I wasn't forcing her. Like I just gave her, gave her an option. <laughs> I made her, a, 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 you know, an offer she couldn't refuse <laughs> to, to quote that uh, line from the Godfather. So, and the third and final point I wanted to mention is this, basically these, uh, no, I don't know if biases, but these old ideas or what's the term? Ah, my brain isn't working today these myths or you know this these notions that well what you said i completely agree it's not like don't get me wrong it's not like you know going to the gym is the first criteria of course i i'm the same way i make sex jokes all the time like i said because you know guys ask me how do i pick up women i don't pick them up i have conversations i make jokes and 
there is right now there's a girl who super I like her she likes me the way we look I mean and but she's not into the whole sex jokes thing and I don't feel like we would work out because if she's not interested right now probably she wouldn't be later on either so so yeah that's one thing that my sense of humor is a bit uh and I also like these dark jokes and whatever so same way uh, if we are not why being quote-unquote or we don't have a shared shared interest then it's unfortunate but i don't think that this is mutually exclusive um and like i said it's i feel for you the fact that i had the same way i mean i was made fun of by uh colleagues who were uh, you know classmates whatever who were smoking and were like oh you're eating bread protein bar don't you know that's not good for you and i'm like jesus fucking christ but honestly these days it's not that big of a deal honestly it's more people it's become basically a norm, I guess, or it's become definitely accepted that you're interested in health and fitness. So it's not, you're not viewed as a pariah anymore. <laughs> That's the good thing. And like I said earlier, I don't feel this is mutually exclusive. A woman doesn't have to be, you know, because women have the same idea of guys. Oh, if you're muscular, you're probably dumb. Like I actually heard this former client, you know, when I broke up with my girlfriend, she was looking at, no, she was, uh, he was, I mean, he was looking through his list of Facebook friends and he was like, well, you know, there are these girls who are, I think, single and I'm friends with them. Let's see if uh, you like either of them. And uh, he sent them my pick and one of them literally said this, oh, he looks attractive, but he's, uh, he's muscular, so he's into lifting weights. He's probably dumb. And I was like way to judge me before <laughs> before knowing me so these are just you know these preconceptions or preconceived notions that we have to get past so i don't think that uh or oh, ha having a girlfriend who is on the same wavelength as you has the same interest or going to the gym with you or interested in fitness are mutually exclusive i think you can find oh no out. oh no 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 I, I i i'm not saying that either i'm, I'm just saying that for me, finding that girl who is on the same wavelength and whatever, like all of those things that I mentioned, was really hard for me over time. So here's the when thing, just one one thing and I will let you speak. In the long term, if so for example, for me this is important. If I were to come because this is what I I mentioned back then in 2016 too when I because I mentioned this to there's a college whatever and it was like, oh you're such a jerk. And I'm like, why? Because I told her that this was important. What, I sh what should I have done? Continue with our relationship that way and then, you know, six months, a year down the line, be unhappy with the way she looks and then either cheat on her because I didn't like her looks or break up a year later and basically waste a year when I could have told her from the start. So that's the way I feel like if I drop my standards, quote unquote, and you can disagree with this, I, I give in or, you know, I renounce to my preferences, let's put it that way, for someone because, you know, if I say drop my standards sounds a bit harsh. <laughs> Um, so if I if I change my preferences for someone who I you know I'm compatible with on other or in other areas, in the long term I feel like this is this would be an issue. So again, Jordan, like he had a Q and A. Yeah, I watch a lot of his content. He had a Q and A, and he was laughing. Basically, the question was, you know, I'm uh, you know I'm I like my I love my girlfriend, but she's you know she's she's basically fat, and how do I tell her? that without uh, <laughs> without offending her or something like that and jordan said the same thing it was like this and you're attracted to what you're attracted to you can't change that and if this is an issue right now and you don't tell her that it's gonna be an issue later and you're either gonna be unsatisfied and remain with her or unhappy or you're gonna cheat on her or you're gonna break up with her it's 
So that's why I say that if we, you know, we work out in other areas, I would much rather bring this up early on. Listen, I have this particularity in mind. I would like to be with someone who, you know, shares the gym life with me to some extent. Now, I don't want you to come six days a week, but I would like to come, you know, two to three times per week, something like that. If you do not feel that that's reasonable, then it is what it is, you know, moving on. Yeah, I mean, so you're you're bringing up kind of two separate issues there, I think. So one, so basically physical attraction, like that that cannot vein too much. So and this is this is something I told to my girlfriend, like, look, I'm not expecting you to work out or whatever, but don't let yourself go. Like that's uh-huh. that's kind of an unwritten yeah. rule in the beginning of every relationship. Like we met in a certain way, we looked a certain way, whatever, yeah. like. Certain things can happen. I, I know that at age fifty you won't look like as how you look like at twenty five, and yeah. I won't either. But don't like this is gonna be very politically. Maybe you look better. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this is how I phrase it to her: like, please don't turn into a sloppy cow by the time you're forty. <laughs> like, like yeah. this is what I told her because this is what you see all the time in yeah. relationships. Yeah. Like the guy and a girl are like super hot and whatever when they get together, and ten years later they're like man like they just downgrade themselves so much and and there is no physical attraction in the relationship anymore and those are the marriages and whatever where there is like no sex anymore so i don't want that to happen to us so like and 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 this i told her so yeah that would be a, a um a deal breaker and you know if she all of a sudden she let herself go completely but i feel like this more of a nutritional consideration so of course working out helps i'm not saying that it doesn't of course it helps you to whatever get tighter skin and and this and that but you know just don't don't let yourself go basically so that 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 is an expectation that i have so in the case of you and your girlfriend so yeah i could see myself giving an ultimatum like look please like make a change like this this <laughs> like i'm 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 losing attraction gradually so don't let this escalate anymore cuz like this will be a problem we are too young for this to happen um maybe at age 70 or whatever sure like you, you can let yourself go a little bit maybe i won't be functioning sexually anyway by then <laughs> so whatever but don't do this to me so that that's one thing but specifically going to the gym and working out and don't get me wrong i didn't give up hope on that completely so i hope that some of what i'm doing will rub on rub off on her but if it doesn't as long as she doesn't let herself go like diet wise or in whatever ways but she can maintain a shape that i'm physically attracted to then that that is is good enough for me basically so so that that's my perspective there and of course you know, going to the gym and being into fitness and being on the same wavelength are not mutually exclusive, far from it. But I would say you're narrowing the criteria for that. So it's almost like, I don't know, um, again, we'll try to come up with a really bad analogy. But let's say that, you know, you, you've had a really hard time. You're living in the desert and you've been searching for fresh water. And finally, you find a source of fresh water, and then you're pissed off because, like, you only want the lemon-flavored water. Like, when, over time, I found it really hard to find just people, period, that were on the same wavelength as me. And especially finding a dating partner, romantic partner, who is on the same wavelength. I feel like narrowing the criteria of, like, okay, I have to be physically attracted. Okay, check. We have to be on the same wavelength intellectually and sense of humor conversations all of those things 
and you have to go to the gym at least two times a week, man, I, I feel like, you know, I would probably be searching for the right person for the next 10 years. So it's like I, I view working out and, and these things as like me liking Manchester United games. Like watching their games on the weekends is important to me. So if my girlfriend was giving me a hard time about that, or it's like, no, no, like I, I wanted to go to this club or something, or I wanted to bring you over to my family, you cannot watch that this weekend, that would be a problem. But I don't expect her to sit there with me and cheer for Manchester United every time they play. So kind of the same way as I'm viewing working out, like let me be in peace, maintain physical attraction for me, don't let yourself go. You going to the gym, that's a bonus for me. That's basically how I'm looking at it. Yeah, so I guess we have our differences and that's completely fine. Maybe I, you know, I give it too much of an emphasis, but okay, this is again, so going to probably sound pretty incorrect to some people, but we both know how much I care about that. So here's the way I view it, this. Um, like I, I mentioned this a couple of times, so I'm going to say it again. When my first girlfriend left me, uh, I was 15 or something, uh, I had this insecurity about myself that it was because I was fat. And I promised myself that I would never, ever, ever, ever let myself get to a point where I would have this in my mind. Like, did she leave me because I was fat? Uh, yeah, so I did. <laughs> and and, and I, I did something about it. So the way I view it is, is simple. Um, I invested 10 years into my health and fitness. Again, I didn't do this before women. I don't do it for me women. However, as a side effect, I feel like I look and maybe not at this moment but especially for this summer i'm gonna look i'm gonna look much better than most guys out there so if i do that if i invest so much into myself i don't feel like it is too much to ask for from my partner to also invest a minimum into herself again i'm not saying for her to invest the same amount i don't want her if i let's say i am at I'm going to be at 10% body, for example. I don't want her to be at 14% body fat or be a competitive figure athlete or whatever. But, you know, don't be 32% body fat and never lift the weights in your life and, you know, you know, have a flat ass and this and that. And maybe, again, this is shallow. Maybe it's me being short-sighted, but, but, whatever. But you're... you're uh, sorry to interrupt, but you're oh. like... I feel like you're conflating again, like being fat and being into working out, like as if it's 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 the same thing. Like you can, you can look like a reasonably fit person and not go to the gym. I feel like those can be separate. <sighs> yeah, but then you have to do some, some other sport. Like again, okay, this was probably too much. Okay, I don't want her to lift weight specifically. I want her to be active, but most, most women do not do sports... Most women do sports in their teens, in high school and stuff. Like, if she is into competitive, you know, if she's, I don't know, a soccer player or, uh, you know, a volley player or whatever, fine. But it's not going to happen. So just I use the gym as a, you know, shortcut to being in physical shape, basically. And what if, what if, so so let's assume you have a you have a girl who looks exactly the way you want her to look. So... Boobs, ass, thighs, overall but she shape. Go to the gym? She doesn't go to the gym, but she looks exactly the way way you would want her to. Yeah, look. but that's the thing. That's the thing. That's due to youth, and this is what I mentioned as well. Like, yeah, that shit is awesome for for a while, but it's not gonna it's not gonna last. So, uh, genetics are gonna carry you for a while. But I know guys in my gym who are who have fantastic genetics, and 
they do the bare minimum and they're already starting to fade. So uh, if you're, you have been blessed from nature to have a fantastic ass and, you know, toned muscles, quote unquote, without working out, I don't think that's going to carry on beyond your 30s. So that's why I'm, that's why I was saying that if you want to rely on your genetics, you know, and I mentioned this to a girl as well yesterday because, you know, she said that she needed to hear this and I was like, uh, you know, entropy is in only one, I mean, physics, the universe only tends towards one direction and it's disorder. So order requires energy. Chaos basically creates, created spontaneously just to, you know, due to existence. So entropy is not going to take care of your body. It's going to start to slowly fall apart if you don't do something about it. Uh, so th again, this goes this goes into the long term aspect of it. Because if you you know we're gonna have like believe me, if I wanted to have casual sex with someone, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like you're gonna have to train for six months before we have sex. Mm. <laughs> no, this is for someone who's gonna be my you know long term girlfriend slash wife. Okay, so basically your concern is what's gonna like what's the future trajectory? You're it's all good now, but what if she becomes your wife and then what's gonna happen when she's 40? And then so it's better that she hops on the train now so that by the time things start declining, she's ahead of the game. Basically that's your that's your Yeah, concern. I mean it's the same yeah, basically I mean it's the same way with you know people in general it's like you want to how the best way to avoid you know age related losses in muscle mass and strength start strength training as early as possible gain uh, you know have a spare or a reservoir of extra muscle mass so even if you lose a bit due to you know old age or you are already uh, ahead of the game basically yeah yeah and i mean yeah and, and i don't think that's that's unreasonable and that's that's a consideration for me as well which um probably a conversation i i will end up having with her i i feel like like just um so looking at other so i'm looking at my mother for example um she i don't know what happened with her but she when i was like really into low carb <laughs> Uh, out of all the people who were thinking I'm crazy, she thought that uh, I was I was a nutritional genius by that time, uh, like already. So she actually hopped on the whole low carb thing. She, so she just like cut out like refined carbs, so like bread and grains and things like that. And she, I mean, she looks like a super fit woman at the age of sixty. Like she actually looks amazing. Now she doesn't work out basically at all, but she looks pretty good. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about if I was 60, would I be happy with a woman who looked like her, even though she's not into working out? Yeah, probably. Um, and so um, I, I think it's I think diet is a, a much bigger consideration here than than working out. You have to factor in that your mother probably did a fair amount of physical labor in her youth, right? Mm, not that I know of. No, no. No, I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, she would look better. Like, I don't. Know, I'm, I'm not examining her, my mom's ass, <laughs> but I, I guess she would have like a rounder ass and whatever if she did work out. So, yeah, you can, you can enhance things um, for sure. But, um, but, but I, I feel like, like from this whole perspective, I think the diet is so much more important because, I mean, literally you can gradually turn yourself into an obese person. Actually, that, that's one thing I wanted to mention in the beginning of the podcast um, that, you know, we talked about how it's basically impossible to be obese unless you have some really fucked up habits. And then I started thinking about it later that 
yeah, it's it's tough to be morbidly obese. But, you know, technically, like, over 25% body fat as a man or over, like, I don't know, 35% or 30% as a woman, you're technically obese, I think. It's actually not that hard to maintain that shape. Like, it, it, it if... No, if you have a decent appetite, it's very easy. Very, very easy. Doable. I mean, <laughs> I mean for... I, I did the math, like, uh, for a guy to be at, like, say, 27% body fat... If you're an average dude with a lean body mass of approximately 60 kilos at, you know, 180 centimeters, man, you only have to be like, what, like 85 kilos or something like that. Like that's, you know, you can maintain that on like 2,600 calories if you're pretty sedentary. So it's actually really easy to be obese. So I, I feel like the diet is and, and and so this is the other thing. I feel like that's enough to ask of someone. Like if you can eat a reasonably healthy diet your whole life, man, you're so ahead of the game. So I, I almost feel like at that point, also expecting someone to go to the gym or something. It's yeah. amazing if that happens, but whew, man. Total here's order. the thing, uh, and that's one final note because then I have to go to work. <laughs> um, so yeah, so here's the thing. In my experience. I feel like if that discrepancy, even if in theory could happen, um, <laughs> like my girlfriend told me this in 2016 when I, I got reasonably lean for the first time, she was like, dude, stop losing fat because you're making me feel bad. Literally, she said this. and was like, you're starting to look so good that I'm starting to feel bad next to you. So this is what's going to happen. I'm either going to, if she is not into this at all, like, again, if she's just, she doesn't have to, she's just at the normal body weight, a normal body fat level, normal muscle mass. So basically, you know, whatever, like, either I'm going to be slowly, slowly, like you said, if let's say she has a gorgeous face, right? Because that's much harder. I mean, I always prefer, like, it's, if your face is gorgeous, your body is much easier to, to change. It's like, give me six months and I can easily transform you if you're at, you know, at a normal body composition starting on. But, if you know, if you're ugly, there are, geez, heaven forbid I use that word, or unattractive to, to me, you know, be, having a bigger butt is not going to change that. So yeah, the face is first, <laughs> but uh, long in, in the you know, long term, either she's going to start feeling bad next to me and she's going to start, you know, uh, delaying my, derailing my own progress just for her to not feel bad and honestly this is again so gonna sound politically incorrect but this is the type the women who say oh i'm ugh, i don't like men who work out who are muscular i like the dead bod guys with the belly i'm like sure you do because then you don't have to feel bad about your poor eating habits and not moving at all it's like you know you can justify sitting on the couch if he also sits on the couch with you with you so that's the that's the thing and so I feel like either that's going to happen or I'm going to be fed up. So for me, again, this is to each their own. I feel like if I invest so much into this and I'm involved in this, I'm sure that if you know I was an accountant or something, if I was going to the gym just two times per week just to quote-unquote maintain, although I fucking hate that word. You know, do you know that, that, that guy who comes to the gym and he looks like he barely has any muscle, he barely has any strength, and he's like, oh, I'm just trying to maintain. I'm like, fucker, maintain what exactly? You're barely alive. <laughs> okay, I get it. Like, you're not trying to die. You want to maintain being alive. But it's like, you know, it's like me saying, I don't want to, to get, to you know, make any extra i don't want to get richer i just want to maintain what i have what i have you know hundred dollars in my bank account and it's like 
maintain what exactly? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless, I think it's an interesting discussion. I think um, there was one moment where we basically came to a uh, not not a well a common ground, but also like a, we were talking about exactly the same thing. Because I think the rest of the time, so I think the difference between our outlooks is that. I'm looking at working out more so in isolation and and I so I, I concede on the longer term consideration thing. Yeah, so whereas I, I view it as part of one global interest slash, you know, a set of traits or characteristics of habits yeah, that and, are... and you and you're also like kind of uh, pessimistic about like what the necessary implications of like not going to the gym are. So like you're you're also Assuming, and I'm not saying it's like a completely unreasonable assumption, but like you're looking at the worst case scenario. So like, okay, so she's not not going to the gym, which probably also means that she will not like me going to the gym, which will mean that there will be conflicts in the relationship. That will also mean that she will turn into a fat slob. It will also mean this and this and this. And I'm having a more optimistic outlook on that. That like, eh, all of that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. So I think that's the main difference. Yeah, but I view it like, Okay, so I'm gone to the gym, but again, I work there, so it's different, but let's say if I didn't, like, what is she doing in those two hours? Because obviously she's not going to be alone, or I don't know, I feel like this would be a source of conflict, um, who knows. And what you said earlier about people letting themselves go, I have the same feeling, it's like I see men and women who are my age or younger, and they already have, you know, guys who have a belly, and women who are, you know no muscle tone or definition whatever word you want to use whatsoever and they're in the 20s and that's the again that's the period where genetics are on your side youth is still on your side you know you young youth will cover up a lot of a lot of shit you know the guys who women who say well when i was you know 20 something i i, I was able to i have clients who come to me and say well you know back in the day i was I used to be able to eat anything I wanted and I didn't gain an ounce and now and that's exactly my problem you didn't give a fuck about your habits because youth or genetics took care of it and now that it doesn't you know your story is starting to degrade and that's my that's my main concern here well folks so um let's let's agree on this probably I will get married next year uh in in five <laughs> years I will give you an update on how it went <laughs> and we can repeat this conversation and then yeah. I will eat. and maybe five years from now I'm still gonna be single and you, you will be like well told you back then <laughs> you're too picky yeah yeah so so five years later we will repeat the same conversation and I will either say like fuck Andre you were right <laughs> or it will be yeah whatever it worked out so let's hope for the best uh, but for now, let's wrap up uh, because I know you have to go. So, uh, but yeah, this was an interesting discussion. Yep. And just as a final takeaway, just if you if you're here, just watch that Jordan video, "Slaying the Dragons Within." I will link it in the description as well, or Albert will link it. But it's super, super good. So yeah, yeah, check that out. All right, uh, Andre, thanks for the conversation today. My pleasure. Thanks.